beautiful. You are listening to More Than a Crown, where you will learn, feel understood, and be encouraged alongside believer, child advocate, ice cream connoisseur, and former Miss USA, Sarah Rose Summers. Hi, friend. So welcome to More Than a Crown. This is Sarah Rose Summers here with you today, and I am so excited to hear where you're listening from. So if you are at the gym, working out, or if you are cooking in your kitchen or driving from point A to point B, I want you to head over to social media. We have a Facebook page and an Instagram account and comment on the most recent post where you're listening from. I want to get to know you guys. I mean, I'm talking in your ear right now, and I feel like we're friends. So I want to know where you're listening from, where we're chatting at. I want to know the scene. I want to know about you. So go please tell me where you are. But anyway, if you are a first-time listener to More Than a Crown, my podcast is all about helping bring wisdom to you through interviewing people that have been influential in my life, whether they've motivated in some way or encouraged me in some way or even completely transformed the way that I live my life, whether that be through faith or through fitness. That's my goal is to bring that wisdom to you. And one thing that I've had to learn lately is that I can motivate myself and I can inspire myself. That's a cool realization when it happens, guys. And so I want you to know that you can do that for yourselves too. I mean, we have to every morning when we make up, right? We have to wake up and motivate our own selves to get up and at them. And and so that's why today's episode is just me, Sarah Rose, and you, my friend. We are going to chat, just the two of us, and I am so glad that you're here. So I don't know about you, but I thrive when I'm really busy. I love a go-go-go schedule. I saw a therapist in um, college, and she actually had to tell me that instead of using color-coded pens in my planner, I should start using a pencil so that I could erase things. You might be laughing at me right now or rolling your eyes, and that is okay. I needed someone to tell me that because when plans changed, I was at a point in my life where I was finishing two degrees in four years and working at Lululemon and also as a Pilates instructor, and I loved having a social life. So long-winded, busy schedule. I needed to plan, right, in order to get everything done. I mean, I had to write shower on my planner, you guys, in a certain color. (laughs) And I follow that thing like it was my Bible, honestly. And so seeing someone to help me realize it's okay if plans change back then in college has stuck with me ever since then and is really something that's resonating with me right now because if you don't know my story, this time last year, it is now the beginning of June, last year I had won Miss USA and just moved to New York City to live in the Miss Universe owned apartment. My whole life changed completely. I thought I was going to get engaged, get married, be a certified child life specialist in Omaha or Dallas, Texas, and that was the plan, right? Thankfully, I had written them in my brain in pencil because when I won Miss USA, the most amazing journey of a lifetime that only a few women get to say that they've experienced, my whole plans changed upside down and backwards and sideways and all the different ways. And so that's something that I loved and I got to embrace. And now that's still happening, you guys. Change happens every single day. 
now I'm living in New York City again, um, but this time not as Miss USA, but as Sarah Rose Summers. And it's a whole different experience. And I knew that going in. I'm living more like a New Yorker now. I'm not living in a high-rise building with a doorman and an elevator. And I don't get my scheduled itinerary texted or emailed to me the night before by a whole team. I I now am living, living the real life. <laughs> And that's something that I knew coming in, but it's been neat to embrace it. I mean, God has really been testing me and showing me that it's okay to slow down and that I need to embrace the weight. Does that resonate with anyone else? I need to embrace the weight. And that has just really been testing my patience and showing me that I need to grow in that way in my life. And so the ways that he's been doing that, if some of you are like, wait, what? God's been showing you? How? Like through writing in the sky? No, not quite. Not for me anyway. I would love him to speak to me in that way. That'd be great. Give me all the answers in the sky, please. But (laughs) this month anyway, he has been teaching me to slow down. I wanted my inbox to be flooded right? My emails to be flooded with job opportunities. And I wanted to plan out my entire 2019. And then in between jobs, I would plan for the wedding. Um, That has not been the case. So I have had to learn patience in that way. And obviously living in New York, I'm all about the hustle. So when I'm reaching out, And trying to hustle in that way, I have to be patient with people responding to me, right? Because I'm not their first priority. (laughs) That's only my mom. (laughs) I can be upset when she doesn't respond to me right away. (laughs) And she definitely does when it's vice versa too, you guys. Love moms. But I also was taught and forced to slow down, truly forced, because I got so sick. Oh my gosh. I got the either food poisoning or a stomach bug or the flu for 24 hours on Memorial Day. So it's absolutely gorgeous outside. New York City, most people, if you live here, you travel outside of the city. So it's a lot of tourists. But other than that, the city was pretty chill, but it was beautiful. My entire being wanted to be at the park on a yoga mat, doing a workout or reading a book or something just in the sun around the city. But no, my body said, absolutely not. You're going to have to sit in the bathroom on the floor being sick your entire day. And then it didn't only last a day, it lasted an entire week. So the next day I woke up and I felt great. And I was like, great, it was only 24 hours. Woohoo! Anybody else, you had the 24-hour bug and it, you felt like you are going to die, but then you make it the next day? Well, I thought that was the case. No, I continued to be sick through Thursday It was the worst week ever. And here's the thing. It taught me to slow down and be patient (laughs) and really learn how to rest. Because if you know me or you've followed me, I'm all about self-care and preaching about self-care. And I totally do practice what I preach. And I always say that my version of self-care is going to a super fun, hypey workout class. I love that stuff. (laughs) You release endorphins. You're around other fun people. I love the fact that there's music there. It's just fun. That's my thing. Um, Well, I was forced to self-care in the form of actual rest. (laughs) So in between the times when I wasn't getting sick or sleeping, which were far and few in between, I actually just laid there awake. I didn't scroll social media. 
I didn't post. Sorry I didn't engage with you guys. I also didn't even have the TV on. I was forced to rest in my own self. That's how cruddy I felt. But also, it gave me a lesson that I can have self-care in different ways too. My body shut down and forced me to rest, but it was kind of nice. Gave me a lot of clarity, gave me time to think about things, including everything we're going to talk about today. That was just another way that I'd been taught that I needed to slow down and be patient. And one other way, I know you guys are thinking, wow, how many different ways were you taught to slow down last month? Well, clearly I needed to be hit upside the head with the slow down button because it was a lot. So after Miss USA, I went home and my entire family helped me pack a truck with all of my stuff from my apartment that I had while I was a student at OU Children's Hospital. And while I was there, I lived in a fully fur- I like furnished a whole apartment, right? And so I had been having all of that furniture and cuteness in storage in Nebraska. And when I decided I was going to move to New York City, number one, that's expensive on its own. I knew that it was even going to be more expensive if I had to furnish it. So Connor was right on board with the idea of driving across country from the Midwest to the Northeast with a truck full of furniture and, you know, everything, pots, pans, Tupperware, (laughs) all the necessities so that we could save money on this end. And it was really fun because we got to have that time together. I mean, if you want to get to know a person, road trip with them, right? (laughs) You're stuck together 24-7. I mean, our trip took about two and a half days. And then he helped me move in. And I live in a walk-up building now, y'all. So he was very patient. We had helpers helping us do the flights of stairs with a mattress and all these things. You'd think that once I moved into a small apartment here and needed to unpack and, you know, get my life together, I would want to be alone and I'd want to just do it. Absolutely not. I wanted Connor. (laughs) And so it was such a tease because when we drove cross country and then he helped me move in here, it really did start to feel like our place, which in October when we get married, this is going to be where we're living. And so it was just such a little tease of what life will be like. And if you follow our story or even if you just listen to mine and Connor's podcast a few episodes ago, you know that we've been long distance our entire relationship. Really crazy. And so that was the most, I think, consistent time that we'd been together was driving across the country and then moving me in here and trying to get settled and everything. But then he had to go back home to Dallas. And that was so sad. I think that was the saddest goodbye. I was a little bit of a mess. And that has really taught me patience to a whole new level within our relationship. We've always had to be patient with, okay, well, when are we going to call or when are you going to call me back? You know, the phone tag life, especially in long distance relationship. Um, Or when are we going to see each other next? You know, there's patience there. But having that moment of, wow, we're so close to getting married and this is our space and now I'm going to be here without you. That was a whole new level of, all right, slow your roll. The time will come. And so after talking through that with him, Connor's favorite verse about the patience that the Lord is teaching me was Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. And that says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. 
I know I had heard that verse before. I don't know if you ever had, but that really taught me in those cruddy moments, whether I was getting sick or missing Connor or waiting for an email to come through that, okay, I just need to submit to him and need to put him first and he's going to show me the path. He's going to show me the way to go. And so it's something I'm still learning and there's vulnerability in that with me sharing you with that with you guys. But that's what this podcast is all about. And I want to feel like friends and I want to know about you guys and I want you to know what's going on in my heart. And hopefully this can encourage you to know that you're not alone and maybe motivate you to take a rest because we all need it. So I know I always listen to podcasts for motivation. You know, I want to listen to a podcast where I'm going to take a bunch of notes and it's going to want to make me go after my goals and do a million things today. And so I didn't want to title this podcast Slow Down necessarily because I personally wouldn't even listen to that. So that's what I've been feeling like this month though. I know a lot of podcasts and even just our culture and society We're all about goal setting, which I love. I am a queen goal setter. I'm all about it. I worked at Lululemon for three years in college, and that is when I really learned about goal setting and the power of it. They make all of their educators or their employees do is sit down and write six goals for your one-year, five-year, and 10-year goals. And there's three categories, health, career and personal. And then they hang them. It's beautiful little template they have in the back of the store. And you discuss them kind of throughout the year sporadically, or you just walk past it and it's like a little reminder, right? And I remember the first time I sat down and realized that I had checked off every single one of my six one-year goals. I felt so dang good. That was the coolest feeling. I mean, Truly, how neat is that to be able to say, wow, I wrote a tangible goal, six different ones that weren't even interrelated, and I accomplished all of them. That was amazing. And I love that we live in a world and that we have a culture that's all about goal setting and supporting each other's goals and helping each other find ways to make those goals happen. I love that. Those are the type of friendships that I want in my life. But one thing that I don't think we talk about enough is it's okay if those goals don't happen or if they don't happen as soon as we'd like. I think it's easier to shut a door after something's come and gone, but what if it never comes? And that's real life. It really is. I know I have one of my best friends competed for years and really wanted to, you know, go to Miss America or go to Miss USA. And it just wasn't happening. And she's really deciding if she's going to say goodbye to that goal because it's not happening for her. That's something we need to talk about more, right? We need to talk about the fact that that's okay and that's normal and it's happening to everyone because things change, plans change. I mean, for me even, a year ago, my whole life flipped upside down and backwards when I won Miss USA. If I had stuck to those five-year and 10-year goals that I had written at Lululemon, I had written go to Miss USA as Nebraska in my five-year goals. But you guys know I had no idea that I could actually win. (laughs) And so if I had stuck to those goals, I never would have been able to embrace everything that the year as Miss USA had to offer. And that would have been such a shame. And so I think that we just need to start a conversation more of being willing and open to change in our plans and slowing them down and embracing the weight 
embracing learning patience and encouraging other other people in that, whether that's our friends or our family, um, like about what are you trying to strive for right now? And yes, how can we get there? But it's okay if it doesn't happen. I'm not saying that it's bad to have a plan. I'm all about it. But it's okay that things happen and plans change. I think my best advice, I have so many daddy advice quotes in my brain and in my notes on my phone. (laughs) But one of the most recent that's the best from him is not to rush into the open option, but to wait for the best option. I think dad said it in some more eloquent slash also blunt way. But what it's coming around for me in my head is wait for the best option. Don't rush to the one that's open, the door that's open. You don't want to go in a long haul and there's all these doors and the very one at the end is gold. You don't want to go in the closest door just to go in that door. You want to wait for that gold one. Even if you have to crawl all the way there, army crawl all the way there, you're going to get there and you're going to want that gold door. And so for me being in New York City, And waiting for these opportunities and trying to make them happen. After my year as Miss USA, I am having to preach that into my head to wait for the best opportunity and not just jump at all these options. And I think that's hard, especially when each of those doors, each of those options, especially has a price tag on it, you know, if we're talking about jobs. And it's harder to say no, especially when you're living in a new place and you don't have any steady income or anything like that. But oh, our future selves will be so grateful that we waited and we strove for our ultimate goal and we waited for the best option. And so I wanted to come on be so transparent with you guys and let you know what's going on in my life, what the Lord has been teaching me. And my favorite verse going forward, I know Connor's was Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 um, with this season in my life, but I wanted to share mine with you guys too, if that's okay. <laughs> so it's Second Peter 3, 9. The Lord is slow in keeping his promise. Ugh, come on, God, hurry up. Um, that's not the verse. As some understand slowness, instead he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. So that verse I love because he's not slow in his promises. And sometimes it may seem that way, but we have to be patient too because he is so patient with us. And I just wanted to come here and be honest with you guys, learn about you. I want to know what you're learning right now. If you have any specific ideas of podcasts, please do let me know. But this was really weighing on my heart and it might not be the most exciting. And like I said, if I titled it Slow Down, I wouldn't even listen to this. I can't encourage you enough to just take some time to rest this week and rejuvenate your soul, your body, your mind, your spirit, however you do that. And I want to know about that too. So please do head over to at more than a crown on Instagram or Facebook and shoot us a comment on the most recent picture and let me know where you're listening, what you're learning right now. I want to know it all and I'm so excited to get to know you a little better. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'm looking forward to next week's guest. Y'all are going to love her. That's your only clue for right now. Go on today. Have a wonderful day and share a smile.